welcome to the Two Perspectives podcast, where you're always guaranteed to get at least one perspective. Wouldn't you say so, Linda? Absolutely. One of the things I really wanted to talk about today, firstly, was actually just kind of looking back on last year. I think that's, first of all, it's a very, very good thing to do here in the start of the year. Just just look back, um, what have you achieved? What are some of the things you want to change? Stuff like that. And looking back at it, like one of the things that I noticed a lot, which has helped me throughout 2020, and of course I have a very biased perspective on my own view of the world, but when I hear like most people talk about 2020, Corona, all this, like I hear a lot of people, they just do a lot of complaining. There's good reasoning for that, first of all. But me personally, I don't feel like I complain that much because I have practiced kind of started last year but definitely throughout 2020 practiced removing expectations from things not expecting a whole lot because then you get like extremely happy just for like the smallest things all of a sudden i really with the whole removing expectations and how you can find joy in that i also was doing that like just an example i can personally give from like removing expectations is um, like for my birthday, I already got like my birthday presents, uh, present, presents, whatever you want to say, uh, early. So just like wash your jacket, use it out through winter. Makes the most sense not to get, a, get it on my birthday, which is like the 10th of December, where you already would need a winter jacket, at least in Denmark. And like I didn't expect any presents. I thought there might be some that hinted that there might be some. I was like, I don't, I'm not going to expect anything because I've already gotten a present. But because of, I didn't expect any presents at all, like I opened one of the presents and saw like three bags of candy and I was screaming like a five year old. Or like all of a sudden, like that much joy for something that cost like $10, $20, like for your birthday. I think most people for their birthday, like, if they get something for like that price, they wouldn't be happy. It was like, that all right, cool. Like candy's nice, always. I think everybody likes candy. They do. And then these days, I love candy. And so you <laughs> opening up that bag and life is good. We got the candy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you have like any stories that you could share that happened to you out through 2020 then that okay. since you said you have been practicing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I was personally doing was I was going through a physical fitness journey and my expectation of why I was going to do the program changed as I went through the program. And so the reason why I wanted to do the program was I wanted to be able to actually get published as a physical fitness model and spokesperson. We were I remember you talked about the goal a long, long time ago. Oh yeah, I was really excited about it. And the second thing that I wanted to do is I just wanted to have a new sense of energy so I could get through more of my things that I needed to get through in any you know given day because I don't sit still. You know that my, my brain has all these fireworks going off in all these different directions. At least that's how one of my coaches described it to me. I've always got an idea, something I wanna do and so in order to get this place of energy, grounding, feeling good, I was going to do this program. And um, it was really all about keeping my mental health in check and 
so I could actually, you know, do life in general, because whatever you do in your physical world is going to, you know, move over and make impacts and changes in your intellectual world, your emotional world, um, you know, all those different areas of your life. And so um, what happened was I was just going through the program using the same mental model I use when I'm doing something challenging, like in the workplace, that same discipline, um, consistency, um, never give up, just keep going, even on the days where I didn't really feel like jumping out of bed to go exercise, but I did it anyway, because I knew the energy of I get would be so great. Well, long story short, I was the only person when it was time to do the calendar that had actually felt that they could well represent what we'd done and to actually capture it in a calendar. And I went and did the photo shoot. I was excited. And then uh, it set in that, oh, well, we can't have a calendar of people that have finished this program because you can't have a calendar with just one person in it. So it kind of flattened what I wanted to do. But in the process of going through that journey, I inspired other people to go out there and take care of their uh, mental health, to get that physical energy to do life. And so I actually got something much better than being in a calendar or being seen invisible um, in the printed form. I was being seen invisible as a person for hope and inspiration of people that would want to try and do the same thing for any of those different reasons. And so um, by removing that expectation that I was going to do this thing, then that whole falling away of the calendar not happening wasn't that big a deal because what I got was so much better. Actually, I, I really wanted to ask you, like, why do you think you were the only one that was satis satisfied enough with your result to actually go there and go to the photo shoot and be in that calendar? Because I was happy with what I had done, where I had come from. I mean, I started out, I believe, at about 174, and I was down to that 134. So that was like impressive. So even though I'm not done trying to slim down and, and to just define my muscles um, a little bit more, I was just so happy. I mean, I think I would have been happy had I'd even done 20 pounds or 10 pounds. It didn't really matter. I, I, was excited because I actually had started something and had finished it and I wanted to celebrate it. Sound like, sounded like you were better at creating realistic goals and kind of adjusting those goals as you get along. Because I know like every time somebody started fitness, I've heard this from every person I've spoke to about it ever. Mm -hmm. Like you go in there, you, you see the like the, basically the instant results, the very early results. You get them quickly and you see them very easily. And then you get like, just when you get over that, you start getting into results are getting harder and harder to get. And sometimes like it's difficult to see them. And I think some people at least, they hold on to that expectation they had in the start of how easy it was. Oh, yeah, it was pretty easy. Uh, after I got over the three weeks of dropping my calories so much that I was hangry, <laughs> I was pretty not happy. I was like, I need to eat. I'm going to eat now. You know, I, yeah, waiting the, the three hours in between each one, that was, that was, that was rough. And you're right. The, once I got through that and I was able to drop pretty quickly, then it became harder. 
to, to get the same results. So it's really easy to get them, at least for me, fairly easy to get them early on, but then it, it would, I, I'd plateau and so I'd have to, you know, reevaluate what I was eating, reevaluate how I was exercising so I could like figure out a way to use the two, um, I guess, areas together so I could get, continue on with the gains. Um, and, and the gains for me was the, the additional loss. And I just really, you know, decided that there isn't any difference between me working hard to, to uh, get fit than there is uh, getting fit in the work world where you're really trying to perfect a craft to be really good at and the best that you can be. It's the same thing. I mean, you can give up in the work world just as easily as you can give up in the physical fitness world, but I wasn't about that. So I just applied the same strategy and discipline to doing these things. And I found ways to motivate myself that were different from the, the actual calendar part because I knew uh, that that wasn't gonna happen, but that didn't stop me from wanting to move forward. What I got most excited about was um, being, like I said, a source of inspiration and hope for other people to go do something similar. And so I love to talk about what it means to, to use exercise to manage your mental health and to use exercise to get this energy so you can succeed in all areas of your life. Because when you feel good, you're confident. When you're confident, things happen. Most like most definitely. Like if you're like lack of confidence, like you just like if you feel like what you're doing, if it's your body, if your body's not like in a shitty form, or if like the content you're creating for social media social media is shitty, or the work you create is shitty. Like if you feel like that, you it's going to be very, very hard to be motivated because I don't think there's a person in this world that feels motivated to create shitty results. Like, fuck it. Like, people just, like, fun it off, which is, I think it's an important thing to remember is there's no such thing as failure as long as we learn. Like, it's only, you only fail when you choose to give up and quit. And sometimes that is definitely the right decision. But that's only what I consider failure. And like giving up and quitting, if you do that from an educated perspective and you're educated like this is not going to work, you tried it for five, five years maybe, just as an example, maybe a little bit less, maybe more. And it's not working. Like there needs to be a point where you need to realize what you're doing is not working. Like just the same like doing the same thing to expect different results why why should there be different results there shouldn't if you don't try you can't get a different result you're gonna go backwards actually so i'd rather try something and fail any day of the week than to not try at all i have found some things that people have suggested me to try and i went and did them and there are things I would have never even thought about doing because I never saw myself doing these things. But other people thought, hmm, what if you did this? I can see you doing this. So I went and tried it. And um, I'm so glad that I did because I've, uh, through that process, that journey, I've met a lot of really incredibly uh, gifted and talented people. And so I get to use those new things that I found out that I was skilled at. And so that's exciting. Yeah, and I think, we actually need to change the definition of the word failure, at least our human understanding of it and what we use it on humans because humans is like work in progress. Like, we don't say the car failed 
I guarantee you there's like plenty of prototypes of different cars. And the only cars that we say failed is the ones that never made it into production that gave up and quit. Yes. The ones that makes it into production, like, like let's say a Ford Transit van. You have those in the US, right? Yes. Okay, everybody has a Ford Transit van. I hope so. Or I, something like that. But yes, there's definitely- yeah, just like a Ford van, basically. Yes. But yeah, that van, like that make went through like a grueling testing stage, like all cars does. But like, think about how like how much fucking money Ford is making of transit vans. I think it's one of the best sold vehicles that they have ever had because it's sold globally. Everybody needs a fucking van at some point, at least. I know we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the case, but. Even though that went through grueling testing, and still there's like parts of the trans van that so called failed, and they change it to constantly adapt it, which is something that I think we can definitely apply into our own life. It's like, like the world changes, then what we need changes, our understanding changes, we get different perspectives, and therefore, because everything is constantly changing. Like, that's the reason why we also need to constantly change our approach and, like, actually always think realistic about our goals. Like, don't jump from goal to goal to goal like every other day. That's not healthy. That quick, the world doesn't change yet, at least. But it's still, like, at least, I would say, once a year, it's worth, like, looking at your goals. What do you want to achieve? Is this still what you want to achieve? And it might be, or it might not be the case. You make a good point here. Um, definitely, as humans, we're adapting to, um, to our environment, to the changing things in ourselves, the changing things in our external environment. And you're right. Something that you might start with as a goal, you got to check in and see, okay, is that still my goal? Yes, it is. Then what am I doing to continuing or to continue to activate it and keep it in motion? If it's not something that's your goal, then it's time to put it to rest, whatever that is. And you know what you also said too is, is sometimes you do quit something, but it's not giving up. If you choose to not do something that's no longer serving your goal, your purpose, or the reason why it brings you joy, if you don't stop doing that thing and you just kind of do it just to appease somebody else or just because you are someone that sees yourself as not quitting, you're doing yourself a disservice because when you are doing things that aren't pushing you forward in the way that it brings you joy or fulfills a purpose, then you are limiting what can actually come in. And, you know, and you're not going to get to recognize or realize those things when you're doing all these unnecessary things that don't contribute to anything. No, it's definitely very, very worth it going out there and finding a path that you love that can help you achieve your goals. Like, that's very important. Like, achieving our goals is a much bigger part of our lives than actually enjoying those goals. Like, we use 99% of our life achieving goals. Like, it's a very small amount that we actually use, like, enjoying the goal, getting, like, also because... Like when you achieve a goal, there's kind of a a time timeline of how long that goal you can enjoy that goal. 
depending from person to person, the size of the goal. But let's just use the house, for example. You finally made enough money to be able to buy a house. Like, you're going to be fucking, like, screaming of joy the first couple of years. You bought a fucking house. But after a couple of years, like, you get used to being a house owner. Like, you get used to being that person, like, owning a house. That's a part of you now. And therefore, it's just a part of you. You're not that, like, why should you be excited for something that's just a part of you? It's not like you're excited every fucking day that you have a face and eyes. True. <laughs> as time goes... No, but it is, like, it's the same, like, so, like, let's say the, the temperature on a, on a heating device in yes. your house. Okay. Like, if you, like, if you get used to, like, it being on, on two, just because that's what mine is on right now. And like you're used to it being on two, like you, like that's quite comfortable, but sometimes you turn it up to two and a half, you feel, you feel good, it's cold outside. You get used to being up, like you get used to it being two and a half, three. If you turn it down to two again, two is pretty cold. And that's like the same with like, let's say you have a car that's 30K and then all of a sudden you get money for Mercedes, Jaguar, BMW, whatever. And that's like a 60K. If you ever have to downgrade back to that 30K car or that price range of cars, it's going to feel uncomfortable because you're used to a different lifestyle. You're used to something more lavish, something more expensive. But if you just have 30K cars, and if you ever get to like drive a car that's worth 60K, you're going to be gassed true <laughs> when you go backwards in time to where you where you downgraded you are going to feel uncomfortable however you might just decide that you you know don't mind being in that place because you've just increased uh like like if you go from a uh, a really expensive vehicle it's really fun to drive that ferrari right you drive it straight you see them everywhere you do that for a couple of weeks as time goes on, not so much excitement in it. So if you buy the third vehicle that isn't quite that same caliber, then you have more money that you could go use on something else. And so downgrading is not necessarily a, a but it, thing. Let me, let, me, let me cut you off here. Oh, sorry. In that example, I, I like take it that way. And for a lot of people, it makes a lot of sense. Like if you get a Ferrari, you found out, it's not worth the investment having a Ferrari because there's a yes. lot of money to have down in the vehicle and cost them a lot of money to run. But if you sell your Ferrari, yes, you still have the money, but imagining something happening in your life and you being forced to sell your Ferrari to cover that expense, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you don't have the Ferrari, you don't have the fucking money for the Ferrari. Yes. Like that's like turning it back down again. Mm -hmm. Like, Choosing to sell the Ferrari is just like choosing a different heat source in your house. Instead of like a classic heater, like you have the four heated, still comfortable as shit because it's still nice temperature. It's just a different way of getting to that temperature. If all of a sudden your heating breaks, just like if something like let's say your business breaks and you have to sell your Ferrari, mm -hmm. like or your heating breaks and all of a sudden it's cold, like that. Yeah not nice that's not fun because then no, you're all of a sudden i've had to do things like that you know three anymore and three. then you're like back at the two two is yep. not fun if you're used to three the yeah, same as if you're used to two one is not fun no 
But you get used to it. I mean, <laughs> I hope not. I hope well, you get. Yeah, I hope. I hope you're a person that chooses not to get used to it. Actually, well, maybe you need to. You might. Maybe, maybe you need to, to have your reality reset uh, and not be living in this lavish lifestyle. I'm just looking at it from. Sometimes you can get a taste of something you think is so great and you want it, and then you realize, is that really what I want? You know, and because you got de dealt a different card and, you, and and it had to humble you down a little bit. You had to like realize, hmm, maybe I really don't need to be having that. So I, I think you you could be in a place where you need to go down in life to really appreciate what you have instead of like looking First, really big. Yeah. Things. I like to I like to appreciate what you have. That's very important. <laughs> so so that's why, why like and sometimes it's good to be humble, mm -hmm. but there's difference between being humble and having goals and oh, not yes. being content. You don't yeah. want to get back down, get knocked off, like everything worked fucking great for you. You did all this hard work, didn't work, just give up. No, like that's like going back to, then you start not going to enjoy the journey because it's just like, what the fuck is this? Like you just get used to it. Like there's a difference between, just as the example I gave you before, before I cut off, of choosing and being forced to. Yes. Like if you choose that you want to go out and save turtles in Bali and you don't want to have 10 fucking super cars and two mansions, that's your choice. All of a sudden your heart is in a different place. I don't like, if you lose something and all of a sudden because you lost it, you're too goddamn scared to go at it again or go at life again. Like, oh, I hope that's not the case. That's no, no, I wasn't. Terrible. No, I wasn't saying that. I wasn't even thinking that. I just was thinking sometimes you you might have to to be in this higher place, go down for a little bit to reassess where you're at and where you want to be. And it's just a way of not being devastated or disappointed about something that you were expecting to happen that didn't. It's just accepting. Okay, this didn't go the way I wanted, or I did, or I thought I really wanted this thing. I have it now. Don't really need that. It just gives you an awareness of where you can go with your choices. That's all I was thinking is it didn't have to be a devastating loss. Even if, it, even if you didn't choose it, you could choose to accept it and acknowledge it and then choose where you want to go from where you're at now. I had no intentions of just saying give up um, and I'm just going to go for mediocre and go with the flow. I'm just saying don't get totally wrapped around or wound up in something that when it falls away, even when it's not your control, that you're like devastated. I don't want people to be devastated when something happens. You just accept that it happened and you, you know, take what you can learn from it and then make some decisions about where you're going to go from there. That's all. For sure. You need to accept it. Like if you don't accept it, that's like the first way of describing what I don't want to happen for a person. Oh, yes. If you don't accept it, like you feel it's unfair then you're going to use all of your time thinking it's unfair. Like, mm -hmm. no matter if it's unfair or not, life is first of all not fair. Nope. And so don't start thinking about if it's fair or not. Because if you start to think about that, it might be unfair to your advantage or might be unfair to another person's adv advantage. So, like, it's not going to be fair. It's not going to be 50-50. It's not going to be all this, like, no. Because as we mentioned before, life is a constant change like it's a constant it constantly changes like that's one thing that's never going to change it's like life constantly changes. this new things happening especially nowadays but no matter of like how far back in time we look life has always changed 
like our lives is always changed because age changes us. Like we get wiser, we get more knowledge, our body stops working as well as they used to. Like all these things change and therefore you need to change as well, like constantly. And within that change is like accepting of like any, like solving any problem, like the first step is accepting. It's just like the same as like achieving any goal. The first step is taking that first bit of action. I use the same thing. So I like how you've turned this around from where we were going, because I thought you were going in a whole different direction. So the direction we're going to, and you probably had this in mind already, but it took me a little while to catch up to you, was the whole effect of that our life is changing and evolving and so are we and part of that goal setting process is to figure out where we accept things as they are we don't accept things uh, as they are and we take that information and then we can adapt and pivot and change and we can check in with ourselves to see if we are further along to reaching higher goal or no we're moving far away from achieving that goal and then we can we can give ourselves grace or permission to actually make a change and do something different to get a different result one that allows us to enjoy the process and not be so caught up in the outcome is that what you were hoping to get from this conversation because it took me a little bit to get there but i think i'm tracking with you now it was definitely one of the things. I think there's multiple things in there of just a, a bunch of, of knowledge. So I think if, unless you have anything you want to add, do you? No, I don't really think I have anything to add other than I'm glad that we had this conversation about what it means to have a goal and what it means to check in and assess to see if you are having this goal in place for all the right reasons as that way of really leaning into the process. I, I think that that's what I would like take out of this conversation is being able to adapt as you go and not feeling like you have to create a goal and stick with it until the very end because sometimes you are and you need to do that. Other times, not so much. You're gonna open up your capacity uh, to let other things in that you weren't necessarily aware of when you started your your journey or your pathway on uh, what it was that you wanted to achieve. And with that being said, I just want to leave uh, with a few bits here. First of all, make sure you follow the Two Perspective podcast on whatever platform you're using, if it's Anchor, Spotify, something else, and also join our Facebook group and go in and tell us what was your aha moment you got throughout this podcast.